You are listening to the Life, Hope, and Leadership Podcast with Nick Shabrinsky, a transparent, honest, and encouraging podcast to equip you through real-life experiences. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Life, Hope, and Leadership Podcast with Nick Shabrinsky. I am Nick Shabrinsky. Uh, I don't know how to actually say my last name, so I just made it up. But um, if you just look up C-H-Y-B-R-Z-Y-N-S-K-I, anywhere, you will find me. And uh, I'm really excited about today's podcast because I have been sitting on the cusp of doing these 5 to 15 minute uh, podcasts to encourage you in your day, uh, to equip you, to push you, to motivate you, to give you a sense of um, just you know, really internal, these things that are internalized. Um, today's podcast, you know, really comes with this push, this next season of my life and um, things that have to happen, things that, that, that just like no compromise, things you got to do, things you just got to rock. And, um, and so I'm going to be sharing this journey with you because you might be uh, in a new season, in an area of your life where you're trying to make the, you know, make the next, uh, that next step, that, that, that big dream, that thing that's kind of sitting on the cusp. And the reality is, 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 is you can dream all you want, but at some point you got to wake up and go do it. Uh, and the Bible actually talks to us about dreamers, and but but it doesn't have a problem with dreams. It just has a problem with dreamers who keep sleeping on it. So uh, wherever you are, grab something to take notes with. It's so important to take notes. Note takers are history makers. One of my mentors told me information unretrievable is information unusable. So you have to retrieve it. You have to be able to write it down. If you're going to, you know, it'd be so weird to go to Wendy's and throw your food out the window. Some of y'all might not like Wendy's. It'd be so weird for you to go to Chick-fil-A and just throw your nuggets out the window. So uh, you got to eat it. You got to consume it. You got to write it down. Um, today's podcast is is actually called, I'm going to title it, Raise the Bar. And then here's why. I just want you to to think about raising the bar in your life. And um, there's there's a saying that's 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 been said many, many times before, and it's called behavior um, tolerated is behavior trained. Behavior tolerated is behavior trained. And what that means is, is if you let your kids do it for three years, then on year four, if you if you try to change it, it's going to be harder to change it on year four than it would have been on day four. It would be harder to change the the the, the direction uh, of your family, of your finances, of your attitude, of your your physical health, whatever it is. It's way harder to fix it four years in, ten years in. It's than it is four days and ten days in. And, um, you know, I'm a church planter. My wife and I planted a church in the Pittsburgh area and we're on year eight. And there's things that are phenomenal just from the get go. Amazing. And there's this, this just scripture and, and it looks like so many ways the the church of acts, it looks like just a healthy life giving so many different people from, from so many different walks of life that, that come in and they feel loved. And we are a love the hell out of you kind of church. We're like, come as you are and let God work on you. We don't compromise in truth. We don't compromise in conviction, but we, we love everybody where they are and let God love them to where they are called to be. But something happened recently uh, that, that really has bothered me. And it sits in my soul on a daily basis, my mind, my will and emotions. I, we installed a, an amazing basketball hoop for our community. We want to be a church that builds the community, not just a church building in the community. And we put this awesome basketball hoop right at the end of our parking lot at our church. 
and we just invite the community to come play. It's open to anybody and everybody. In fact, we've even left basketballs out there, um, but sadly, uh, no matter how many times we've put balls out there, the good ones just kind of disappear. I wish that they would just stick around and people would leave them there so the next person could come play, but this is why we can't have nice things. However, here's the reality. We put this basketball hoop out there one day, and... Uh, and I go out there, I'm driving out there one day and I see a bunch of young people playing basketball uh, on the hoop. And the, I'm like, man, that, why does it look so weird? Why does that hoop look so weird? And so I drive over, it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit ways uh, down from our building and there is a little bit of a grade. Uh, and so, you know, obviously, you know, things that are bigger look smaller when you have a grade going down and I get to the hoop and I realized that these, these kids are shooting three pointers and they're, you know, they're, they're shooting this thing. And they lowered the rim. They lowered the rim. The the rim, it's a nine, it's like set to regulation and they lowered the rim. And so I pull up and I'm like, guys, you know, that's cool that you enjoy it, you know, but, but we, we didn't put the, we didn't put the, the, the thing out there for you to feel good about your game. We put the thing out there so you can enjoy the game and get good at your game. And this is what this podcast is about. This is what my life is about. I don't necessarily care if you, uh, are, are just enjoying the stuff I say. I want the stuff to make you better. I, God, you know, his entire Bible, there's things that are hard to swallow in there. There are things at your job that are hard to swallow. There are things in your marriage that are hard to swallow. There are things in your teenage life that are hard to swallow. They're not there to make you always feel good. They're there to make you good. They're there to make you better. And so uh, today's thought is you got to raise the bar. And what I mean by this is it doesn't matter if you can dunk if you lowered the rim. It doesn't matter if you can shoot three-pointers if you lowered the rim. Because in a regulation match, no matter how many pointers you can shoot and dunks, you can hit with a lowered rim. Whenever you come up against the real thing, you're not going to be prepared. And so uh, in my life and, and in my ministry life and in the way that I want to pastor and lead people, I want everybody to raise the rim. Or in this situation, we're going to call it raise the bar. And here's why. The Bible says uh, very clearly in Isaiah chapter 59 that the Lord has a battle standard and that the Bible says when the enemy comes rushing in all around you like a flood. When when the, the enemy, what is the enemy? The enemy is anything and everything that is trying to destroy your purpose and the, the, the destiny of God that God has put inside of you. So here's the reality. What that The Bible says when the enemy rushes in all around you like a flood water, um, that God lifts up a standard against him. And so when you're raising the bar, you're raising the standard. But I would be safe to say that most of us aren't raising the standard. We're just getting back to it. Most people are not raising the standard of righteousness. Most people are not raising the standard of marriage. Most people are not raising the standard um, of, of different things. They're, they're, they're literally getting back to it. And some people have said, screw the standard. And I want to get back to the standard. You know, there's very, very, very clear standards for Christians. There's very clear standards for marriages. There's very clear standards for finances, standards, things that are good. And the standard in Isaiah 59, I love this, this quote that I read online, uh, that it was a war flag. It was literally like the nation flag that gave you a, a, a signet or a, a very clear awareness of w- who was in authority, uh, who the Lord was of the battle. And you know, like you can, you can decide what team you, when you walk into a basketball game, uh, you know, you go to LA and you walk into a, a game, there's only two, there's only two flags. You got the home team and you got the away team and you have to decide what team you're rooting for. Most people don't go to a a professional sports game 
unless they have a specific team they're rooting for. So you, the, when it says the enemy comes rushing in like a flood, God lifts up a standard. What it says is God puts on the jersey and he says, pick a team. So write that down. You got to pick a team and standards are about teams. And, and, you know, I, 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 my wife's from Alabama, so I'm a Bama fan and I'm from Pittsburgh. And so by default, you got to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, good or bad, whatever, uh, or indifferent, you know, you got Dallas fans. People are just Dallas fans. And some people are diehard fans to really terrible teams, but let's be honest. The standard defines the team. And there are a lot of teams who have a lot of wins, who have done a lot of things and you go, wow, why do they continue to win? And I truly believe it's because they set a standard of, look, we, we don't care if we have, a, if we have uh, a full team. We care if we have the best team. And the best team uh, is a team you want to follow. And I truly believe that the things of God create the best team. And so the Bible is very clear about, you know, for us as Christians, and this is, I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor, so I'm going to give you this from this context. And the reality is, is you can hate God and still take a lot from this. I would encourage you, if you have issue with God, man, message me. Let me know. Let's let's talk about it. Let's hash some things out. Let's get real clear about some stuff. I'm down, man. We'll get we'll get jiggy with it with really good dialogue. But the reality is, is the standard has to be raised in every area. And so the standard is a war flag. The standard is a jersey. It reps your team, man. And the mission standard is the, is is a call. To, it's a rally point. The standard is a rally point. The standard says, hey, we are going here. You know, Moses had a whole bunch of people that that came up against him. And they're like, we don't like your standard. We don't like how you're doing things. We're not game, bro. And Moses said, okay, cool. You go on that side. I'll go on this side and we'll let God sort it out. And at the end of the day, that's how it's going to happen. You go on your side. I'll go on my side. We'll let God sort it out. Now, you got to remember, just because we don't agree on everything doesn't mean we can't agree on on the most important things. And so we can have a lot of people on the same team that don't necessarily always agree. And you see that. You see great teams that uh, teammates get into a fight with each other. They struggle with that. Uh, Indifference is what we will call that. But indifference doesn't always have to create discord. Uh, And so we work through that stuff so that we can contain unity. But the standard is a rally point. Write that down, put it in the comments, whatever. You want to raise the standard. It's a rally point. And so we're going to raise the standard in our lives. I told those kids, man, rank that thing up. Get it up to the the standard. Put it at the regulation size so that when you learn to hit them three-pointers, man, you can brag about it and be like, yo, I got good. Well, how'd you get good? I raised the standard. I went back to the standard. Come on, man. Like, that's the reality, and that's what this this podcast is for. It's life, hope, and leadership. I saw this thing in my own life. I'm trying to give people hope, and I got to be a leader. So I'm just giving you an authentic reality. I watch people come and go from my life as a senior pastor of a church in ministry for 20 years, uh, 20 plus years. I have seen people come and go, and most of the time, it's because they don't like the standard. And I promise you, in my life, I'm not interested in my standards. I'm interested in God's standards. I grew up in abuse, molestation, addiction, thievery, pornography, a lot and a lot of disgusting things in my heart and my life growing up as a young person. And those things became battles even in my later years because there was a, a wrong standard in my adolescence. And I said it early in the beginning, it's a lot easier to fix things on day three than it is year three. So the standard definition, here's what a definition of a standard is. It's an idea or a thing used as a measuring tool. And so it lets us know, it gives us comparative evaluation. Write that down. That that a, a standard gives you the ability to compare yourself. Now, we're not comparing ourselves to others for the sake of being better than them. We're comparing ourselves to ourselves and others so that we can be the best us. 
My goal is not to be better than you. My goal is to be better than me. I want to be the best. I want to be exactly who God's called me to be, and I want to be, do exactly how God says to do it. The Bible says in John 10, 10, that Satan comes, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What? He comes to steal from you. He comes to steal from the standard. He comes to kill you. He comes to kill the standard. He comes to destroy you. He comes to destroy the standard. But Jesus said, but I have come that you would have life and life abundantly. There's a verse in the Bible that I really love. Um, and I've always gone back to this in my marriage, in my finances, in my health. It's what keeps me from going too far out. It brings me back. But the Bible says, do not move the ancient landmarks that your forefathers have set. I believe that verse is in Deuteronomy um, or it might be uh, Proverbs 22.8. Actually, I think there's a few references to it. Command, so, yeah, it's in Proverbs 22. 28, write it in the comments, Proverbs 22, verse 28. Um, and look, if you're, if you're enjoying, I'm on TikTok live. And, and when I'm recording these, if you want to jump in on those in the raw version, you're more than welcome to tap that screen. It'll be awesome. Um, and I'm, I'm just kind of giving people this journey through this because part of hope is uh, encouragement and discouragement. And so I'm going live in this journey to encourage other people who are trying to raise the standard. You might be listening to this on a pod, on your favorite podcast avenue. Uh, I would just encourage you, whatever the dream is, let's raise the standard and let's fulfill the dream. But the Bible says, do not remove the ancient landmarks, the ancient boundary stones that were set before you. And in the Bible, it tells us very clear that moving those landmarks, those, those things that created boundaries and standards was a form of thievery and unjust and wicked people would const constantly and continually try to move those landmarks. Um, we, I'm, I believe that what they call it now in our modern day is a survey. They survey your land because your neighbor will say, hey, your crap's on my side of the yard. And so you hire someone to come out and survey the land. And what you're really doing is saying, hey, we're getting the standard back because for too long, recent neighbors and, and people who were here before us, they started moving the standard. And all of a sudden you're feeling things get tight. You're feeling things around you start to feel like, man, I'm losing my freedom. I'm losing my ability. I'm losing my strength. And it's because the enemy has been moving those boundary stones in on you and pushing you away from the fullness of your potential. In Job 2, 24, verse 2, the Bible says that moving historical landmarks was equivalent to theft. It was corruption, and it was a way for people to steal other people's assets. And so the Bible says all through, uh, multiple times it references, stop moving, stop removing the ancient boundary stones, stop stealing from your purpose and your future. And I want you to understand, every standard of God's that you move or change is not only stealing from God, but it's also stealing from your greatest purpose. And I truly believe that that's how we become a society that is so far from north or south. We have no polarity, and it's kind of everybody just flies by the seat of their pants. Where is that going to leave us? Where is that going to leave your health? If you don't care about it today, when will you care about it? If you don't care about your marriage today, when will you care about it? If you don't care about your ministry standards, praying, fasting, shouting, praising, clapping, all of these things the Bible talks about tithing and offering and dancing unto the Lord and loving your brother and your neighbor as yourself, forgiving others as you have been forgiven, reading the Bible, getting to the word. If you're not going to live by those standards, 
What standards are you going to live by? So my encouragement to you today, as I, as I wrap this up is, you know, you don't want to be that person who brags about dunking when you've been lowering the rim. It's time to get the rim back up in your life. Find the standard, set the standard and live according to the standard. I hope this encourages you and helps you. If you're encouraged by my words, please subscribe to my, my podcast, wherever you're listening in on, leave a review. It helps me. And if you want to find out more, follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and all of those great things. Thank you so much for jumping in with Life, Hope, and Leadership. I hope this is helping you change your world. You are listening to the Life, Hope, and Leadership podcast with Nick Shabrinsky, a transparent, honest, and encouraging podcast to equip you through real life experiences.